SCNTS Cricket for Tire Power, end of financial year sale on now. How's that? Adam Collins and Barat Sunder Racing. It's a wet and a little bit sorry, Edgbaston, I must say, with two days to go in this test match at the close of play on day three. Uh, but it was a productive day for Australia. They added 75 runs to where they were last night, all out for 386. They had a seven-run deficit going into the second half of the test match, but they went bang-bang in a mini-session uh, between lunch and tea before rain ruled out the rest of play. Uh, 28 for two or two for 20 the home side at the close of play. Um, they lost two for two in 22 balls before the second storm ruined proceedings here. And that was the most influential passage of play as well. Firstly, I have to apologise. It's raining and it was hair wash day. So I, the worst thing, the hair advice for you, uh, rainwater. It ruins your hair uh, if you've just washed it. Uh, and speaking of the rain, you're right. That was a crazy period. I, I said on commentary it felt like an Alfred Hitchcock movie because we could see the dark clouds on that side. Yeah. And as play resumed and continued, the clouds kept moving faster and faster and faster. The lights came into play. You could suddenly see Pat Cummins' four shadows emanating from his body. It felt like as he was running into bowl. And for the first time, it was really, really difficult to bat. And maybe for the third or fourth time in the last 12 months, bass ball as a theory was tested. And like in the last three times, uh, it proved to be no good for these conditions. I mean, they kept playing at balls. Ben Duckett gets celebrated for not leaving too many balls. But there were conditions where you had to leave the ball, Adam. But he kept flashing and there was no luck. Yeah, that's it. So, I mean, they were number 26 before the first rain delay and everything was working for England with Crawley and Duckett. They were mostly playing through the onside because Australia didn't start well with the new ball with Hazelwood and Cummins. But after the delay, they just were, they had a spark underneath them and, and conditions were, to be fair, perfect to bowl in, as you say, leaden sky. Guys, um, the new Duke's doing plenty suddenly. The intervention of Scott Boland into the attack and finding the outside edge of Zach Crawley. But before that, Ben Duckett, you're right. I mean, it does look profligate getting caught behind the wicket for the second time in the test match from balls he should be leaving. They've made a virtue of him not leaving the ball outside the off stump. Well, it's proving a problem already in this series. But what a snaffle from Cameron Green. That's the third time in the space of what? Eight days he's dragged in extraordinary one-handed chances in the gully. That position... The gully. It's not been a big part of modern cricket, but Cameron Green is moving it, making it front and centre and taking catches that most players couldn't dream of even reaching. If backward point was uh, called Jonty Road's corner by Sunil Gavaskar, I think Gully could soon be started to be referred as Cameron Gully because he's just making it an art form, isn't he? Some incredible catches to his right, to his left, and today as well. Uh, he, and it's not just about the fact that he's grabbing these catches, the fact that he even gets to these ball, Adam. Yes, he has got a long reach, but the way he's able to go down so quickly and to get his fingers under the ball, uh, sensational catching and a sensational spell of bowling as well from Scott Boland to get rid of Zach Crawley uh, at the other end. Uh, I said the conditions resembled the MCG famously for Scott Boland's debut. Uh, and I had a feeling if play had continued for 20-25 more minutes, Boland would have taken six at, not the G, but at Edge Baston. <laughs> uh, and the way he set Zach Crawley up. Uh, and Australia knew that they wouldn't get more than 14-15 minutes during that period. They, they wanted to make some breakthroughs. They got two. They almost got Joe Roo. That, that would have made it completely Australia's day. Uh, but still, 35 runs ahead, two wickets gone. Uh, Australia will think they made a good fist of whatever little play they could find today. Yeah, it was a fine piece of bowling to get rid of Crawley, who looked pretty well set to that point as well, caught behind the second and last wicket to fall on the day. The 
review of Root and they thought they had him caught behind as well, Boland especially, but they've burnt that review, but it did build that pressure. It was very exciting for that brief stanza. Um, we're casting forward to tomorrow as well and thinking about the way that Ben Stokes has said repeatedly across the last 12 months that if and when they get in trouble, they'll get out of trouble the same way. That is to say, they'll play in an enterprising, aggressive, baseball style fashion. Um, and that will be tested tomorrow, especially if it is kind of, again, a bit a bit rough and ready in terms of the weather above head with the ball still moving around. How will Root and Pope deal with that? I mean, it's it's yet to be seen, uh, but w it's what they said they're going to do. Uh, and they have also said they are not willing to accept the viability of a draw. Uh, they, they will always try and win, even if it means risking losing. Stokes has been strident about this point. Um, well, there's six sessions left in the game. They lead by 35. To do what they say, they probably need to declare at some point uh, tomorrow around tea time to leave themselves four sessions to take 10 wickets on what will continue to be a flat track and they have no spinner Mo and Ali's yes. finger is clearly um, too ripped to shreds to bowl again in the second innings on the evidence of what we've seen so um, that sets up tomorrow perfectly it'll be a, almost like a test of ideologies yeah and you spoke about uh, Root and Pope and how they might go against the likes of the Australian fast bowlers if the conditions remain like this. But not to forget, before the rains came, Nathan Lyon was brought into play in the sixth over. Because then the bowling's been from the far end, where Moin Ali bowled a lot. The ball's been gripping and turning sharply and quickly, even on this slow pitch. So he'll play a huge role, even if it is sunny tomorrow morning. Uh, and that'll be the big challenge for England. If they attack Nathan Lyon, he'll, he has so many ways of getting them out. Uh, and it, it makes for another fascinating day, really. We just don't know what to expect uh, from this England team but but even going back to earlier in the day some of the fields that they set for yes. the Aussie batters it, it, it worked out eventually uh, and I think there'll be a bit of an edge tomorrow as well Adam I just attended Ollie Robinson's press conference yeah he was pretty baseball in his answers whenever he was asked about his celebration and um, the few words of abuse that were picked up on uh, on camera and which have been doing the rounds on social media he said well if you can't something to the lines of uh, if you can't handle it what can you handle and this is Ashes cricket that's what it is. He's just providing some theatre. So I'm sure when it's his turn to bat, the Australians will make sure there's a bit of theatre around it as well. Oh, I'm sure they will. It just felt so out of step when a bloke's on 141 to give him a send-off. Anyway, what would we know? Uh, that's it from us for the night. Uh, our post-game shows for tyre power, hitting sixes during the end of financial year sale. Anderson. Up to the crease here. Bowls again to Carey. Inside edge. Not quite. But I'll tell you what, it's gone between bat and Stumps and Bairstow had to move a long way to his right. It's done loads and it couldn't have missed the off stump by far. Felt like an inside edge on the basis yeah, of the movement flat. So. Done. Watching it back for tie pouts. Wobble C. Oh, big edge. Did he get the edge? Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's put, put it down. down. Oh, no. He did get the inside edge and Bairstow has dropped Carey in the first over of day three. Anderson delivery bowls here and off the back foot. That's Carey class, just carving behind point, played from the crease, both his knees were bent, made perfect contact, he advances to 62, that's his ninth for Australia, 5 for 3.34, they trail by just 59. Just before we get back to Jeremy, I've been talking about coming over the wicket. And he bowls him! <laughs> Through the gate, maybe by the inside edge as well, Jimmy Anderson loves it, test wicket number 686 at a really important time for England he's been on top of Kerry this morning for the most part had him dropped in the first over of play and it's taken a while it's an important partnership 
It's been worth more than 100, but they lose their sixth wicket on 338. They're still well behind England's first innings tally, and Australia do have a long tail. Damian Fleming, perfect from Anderson. Moen Ali bowls to Kawaja for the first time today, and he goes straight back over his head. Kawaja did that at will yesterday. He's given that a ride all the way for six. Bounces into the sight screen. Kawaja up to 134. Five for 328. It's such a beautiful shot. He's in once more, two or three pieces. Cummins goes big. He's gone high, down the ground. And that has gone all the way. Up to the sight screen, a second six for Cummins. That was less of a gift. That wasn't just a full track, a full. All short. This is an hilarious field. Robinson in. Bowling! Gone through him! This one was full, but it was straight. And the off stump has gone flying out of the ground. Usman Kawaja's quite magnificent knock of 141. His redemptive hundred, his first on English soil, has finally come to an end. Well, that's a, two days it's a brilliant starting. delivery because, oh. uh, you know, you'd think he'd... He tried at the ball before. You'd think he'd be building up for a couple of deliveries till he went the Yorker again. And he has knocked off stuff out of the way, uh, out of the ground. So that is the doorway to departure for Usman Kawaja. But what a majestic innings. 141 of the best runs you want to see. I, I, of the day. Can he baseball it down the ground? Two balls left in the over. Broad into Cummins. Short. Pulled oh. majestically. Oh. What a shot that is. For six, it's gone all the way out towards the groundsman's hut and into the crowd. That is an absolutely ripping shot. Shot of the day. Robinson rocks in to Cummins. He goes for a biggie. It's gone high in the air. Fielder underneath it. It's Ben Stokes. He should take the catch. And he does. That's it. That is the end of the innings. It's a third wicket for Robinson. Cummins departs for 38, Australia all out for 386, and England, from nowhere, have a slender lead of seven. Australia have lost all their five wickets before lunch. Four of them have come in double-quick time. Their Twitter feed as well. I wonder whether we have opinions uh, on the send-off that Ollie Robinson gave Usman Kawaja that might come through on the text. There was a, there was a little bit going on there. Just, just something Jeremy's just noticed that it looked like Pat Cummins had a pill there, and I thought he was clutching his right shoulder a little mm. bit. Okay, Hazelwood, two in the cordon, bowls to Duckett, forward defending. So we'll keep an eye on Pat Cummins and his shoulder. So there, just to be clear, I mean, there's video oh. footage in slow-mo of Robinson after knocking Kawaja over where he says some incredibly unsavoury things when he's running off. Yeah. Which just strikes me as so ill-considered and so out of step with the respect these sides seemingly have for each other. The fact that it's Kawaja playing the way that he played it well, just makes no sense when to you, me. When you've rattled a guy for 141, I think that's the time to send them off. <laughs> anyway. Duckett edges and it's caught. Corner gully. A brilliant catch from Green. That's the wicket they wanted. Duckett's standing his ground. He's going to wait and make sure that that's a clean catch. But the Australians are convinced they've got their man. And you know, this could be the last ball before the rain break. What a time that would be for Duggan to go. And that's what happens if you don't leave balls <laughs> outside of stub. Now, the umpires have got together. They're going to go and take a look at this. They're going upstairs. Green's pretty sure he's got his man. Oh, not again, not again, Cameron Green. 
has just about recovered from the controversial catch last week in the World Test Championship final. Duckers test match hangs by a thread here. It was outside the Ostap, it was way too wide to need to play out. He's pushed his hands away from his body. That's oh. a great catch. That's a great catch. Great grab. A brilliant left-handed catch. There's no doubt that's out. There's no doubt about it. Duckett's going to have to go. If that's not given out, then I'll be staggered. But seeing it again from the side-on view. Oh, oh yeah, that's, clean. that's out. His fingers, fingers are underneath. Fingers are underneath. Give it up. Surely it's out. And, and he's got a lot of fingers, I tell you, and they're very long. And you saw Duckett is making his way. That is it. Duckett knows he's out. But just waiting for confirmation on the big screen by the huge clouds. Here we go. Australia can celebrate. Duckett is out. He's gone for 19. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. There was no need to play that. It was wide of the off stump. Barrett Sunder Racing was set up perfectly for that wicket. They're resuming. As Boland is in, down the wicket comes Crawley, edge through to the keeper, and out, yeah, it is out, didn't see the finger go, but Crawley's got to go, advancing on Boland, that's two in three balls, and England are rocking here, Australia have got exactly what they wanted, the conditions to bowl at, against tentative batting in poor light, and Boland and Cummins have picked up two wickets in double quick time, both openers. Back at a hutch, two for 27. Zach Crawley walking back, shaking his head. I don't think he's happy that they were asked to stay out there. This is brilliant bowling from Scott Boland. We saw him beat the outside edge, we saw him beat the inside edge. And this time he dragged Zach Crawley further out. And Australia have got exactly what they wanted. They have England's best batter out. In the middle, in bad light, Joe Root, I'm sure he's not enjoying this. Alex, how important do you think that 20 minutes you managed to get in between the two rain breaks might prove in this game? Uh, time will tell, but yeah, it's nice to um, have two wickets down overnight. Uh, would have been great to get back out there tonight, but unfortunately um, the ground's just not quite, quite ready. But I thought, yeah, we, we come out there... Um, conditions probably suited ball in, in that 20 minutes and we we're lucky enough to take two so hopefully we can build on that momentum tomorrow morning Alex just wanted to ask you about um, how England bounced your tail today um, it was you guys didn't really bowl many short balls at all uh, in, the, in their first innings is it something that you guys might revisit if conditions do kind of go back to being sunny and, and flat yeah, I'm sure the um, strategy group will come up with a plan, um, knowing what we know now with the, with the wicket. Um, hopefully Spin um, can play a big role tomorrow for us. And I, I thought Gaz bowled outstandingly well in that first innings. And, and there's probably a little bit more now on offer for him as well. Um, and then, yeah, the, it's up to the attack, um, the leadership group, to, to come up with a plan potentially um, to yeah, to you know, run through their tail hopefully, um, but we'll see that you know the the wickets showed a little bit tonight. Hopefully, we get some early, early wickets tomorrow, and we can you know stay around that top of the stumps area. But um, yeah, I thought they bowled well uh, today, um, taking five wickets. But um, yeah, it's a potentially on a slow wicket. It's a good option. Alex, what was the buzz like out there in the middle in that 20 minute period and it may be an obvious question but your fielding positions and tactics teams to 
seem to change a bit. Can you just explain that? Uh, look, the atmosphere is always outstanding here, um, normally against us, but uh, it's great fun to hear some chants going around the, the ground and when things happen, it, it gets pretty loud. Um, but then there was an opportunity, I, I think everyone knows, we started with the field out in that first innings um, and they, they got away with some singles, but was always trying to restrict that boundary. We've seen England play so well um, and so aggressive over the last 18 months. And then today, taking two early wickets, we, we saw an opportunity to bring that field in and, and squeeze pressure. Um, we're only out there for 10 overs, but it sort of felt that, um, you know, we're, we're back to hitting some nice line lengths and getting a little bit out of the wicket and, and the field could come up. So, um, yeah, just reading the play. Yeah, You seemed quite aggressive there and as a team and you came, seemed all really up for it. Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's the Ashes. Um, it's the first Ashes Test match. Uh, it's pretty evenly poised at this stage in terms of the runs on the board and lucky to take a few wickets tonight, which is great. Um, and no doubt we'll be up and about for the you know the whole series. But um, yeah, it was an exciting 20 minutes. Like I said, the, the lights come on, um, the ball's moving around a little bit more than what we've seen earlier in the Test match. And um, yeah, it was pretty exciting. Uh, Jacqueline Magnay from The Australian. Um, I'm just wondering, in the dressing room, was there much talk on broadcasters? They were um, a little bit horrified about the reaction of Ollie Robinson when he took the wicket of Usman. Um, was there much talk about what went on uh, amongst you guys? Uh, no, I was actually worded up that something happened before coming in here. So um, I didn't see it at all. Um, Usman hasn't said anything. And like I said before, it's, it's an ashes. It's... Um, yeah, at times it's going to be pretty exciting and, and hostile cricket. Um, but I actually was sitting there disappointed getting out, um, but didn't see anything over the top there. So from our dressing rooms, um, yeah, there was no comment. Kez, I was going to ask a sorry, going to ask a similar question to what the energy was like during that spell uh, before you guys had to come off there with two wickets, but. You know, how much confidence do you take out of that too? It seemed like every delivery, you know, was, was a real chance. Yeah, it was a little period tonight where, um, again, it was it was more bowler-friendly with the lights on and it was swinging around a bit. Um, and, yeah, it, you know, it gets exciting. Anytime you take a wicket, you, you feel like you can grab two quickly. Um, look, we, we probably thought there was rain coming as, as well, so you sort of get um, in a bit of a rush to, to keep the, the, um, the ball bowling and... Um, yeah, it's exciting, yeah. Uh, Alex, you've played a bit of cricket here, but you've also played a fair bit in the subcontinent of late. How, what would you like in that pitch too, and how do you think it might play out in the last couple of days? Um, look, I, I still think there's enough there for bowlers hitting a, a hard length. Um, you see with the Duke ball that things can happen sort of out of nowhere. Um, try to get the ball swinging. Potentially, if it's dry enough, a bit of reverse swing. Um, and then, you know, Nathan Lyon um, and Mo and Ali are going to play big big roles um, in both second innings. So, uh, look, I think it's... Um, we've seen, you know, a fair few runs. We've also seen a team um, almost bowled out and another team bowled out um, within three days or less than with the, the washout today. So, uh, I've seen pretty exciting cricket lately um, in the last two days and... and what I've seen in the subcontinent as well. I think there's probably a bit more in this one. Um, Alex, hi. Uh, you spent a lot of time with Cam Green. Uh, just just the three catches he's pulled off in the last one week. 
is he just a freak or like have you seen him pull these off in training and like just what do you make of it uh look he's um yeah an outstanding young cricketer um batting bowling and fielding he's uh he's got all bases covered and um continuing to grow uh with bat and ball and what we've seen in the field has been pretty special um as you mentioned three amazing catches and, and game changing catches as well so hopefully another one for us it's yeah shifted that momentum towards us but um, no he's been phenomenal he, he's probably um, wanting to go on with a, a start or two and, and, and take a, a bag of wickets but he's he's been invaluable at that gully position yeah Alex can I ask about the reverse sweep it seems like since the first innings at the Oval you've put it away until you went past 50 yesterday is that something I'm, I'm assuming it's a deliberate thing and is it something that we expect to see going forward now that you won't reverse until you get yeah. to a certain score or, and also how's your wife taking it because I remember her being yeah. pretty opposed to it No, she uh, worded me up again last night said don't do it but um, no nah, yeah it's one of those things I, I think there was um, no need to play that at the Oval in the first innings um, when you got Brad Coley and Steve Smith saying what are you doing that for um, you probably listen to him um, and then yeah the opportunity I, I saw after 50 yesterday was Duckett came in to, to point and there was no one boundary riding out there so um, I didn't get one away but um, yeah probably saw uh, opportunities to score elsewhere yesterday yeah G'day Alex um, over here gotcha. just just one about I suppose tempo and pace of play so you guys have played a lot of test matches in South Asia the last sort of 12, 18 months, and a lot of that has been about sort of playing within yourselves until you can see the ball moving. Like, is that relatable at all to over here, given overhead conditions, potential for, for, for the game to change up that way? Yeah, I think it will ebb and flow again, and, and we we saw, I think it was Minkwaj's patience again was, was evident. Um, the wickets won't always be like this one. Um, but saying that there's still opportunities for bowlers to take wickets when you set right the right fields and apply enough pressure and, and hit the length for long enough. Um, we saw Nath Lyons spinning, uh, we're taking four wickets in the first innings. Um, and Scotty Bowling tonight felt like he could take a wicket every ball. So yeah, it, it's it's changing. Um, as you mentioned, the overheads here, um, the, probably the age of the ball. Um, we've seen ball changes as well. That can play parts. and. Um, it might break up a little bit more moving forward. So, yeah, it's um, it's been really exciting. Oh, I found it really exciting that the start of this test match. Um, we're halfway through. Um, and, yeah, I, I think we've seen some, some periods where batting's been on top and then we've seen periods where, you know, balls of uh, the bowlers will take consecutive wickets. So, um, yeah. Alex, um, in that period you said it was, you know, nice bowling conditions, you guys were up and about. Did you kind of feel like the English guys didn't want to be out there? Uh, no, not at all. Um, they've uh, obviously playing a style of cricket um, at the moment and, yeah, could only take a boundary to get the uh, momentum going back their way. But it was, um, it was yeah, really exciting to be out there as a fielding group trying to um, bowl a team out, take 10 wickets and, and chase a score. Um, but no, I definitely didn't feel that, and I don't think the crowd was uh, was suggesting otherwise either. Alex, on that pitch, is there a number above which you wouldn't want to chase? No, I'm not sure. It's a good question. Um, haven't really sort of spoken or thought of, thought about it. It's it's probably just going to be um, a case of tomorrow. It's rocking up and and doing our thing, and um, 
yeah, being really disciplined in, in how we want to um, approach our, our bowling innings. So, um, yeah, there's, there's no figure. Um, but, yeah, you don't want it to get too high, obviously. <laughs>